I'm Mia. And I'm Lily. <laughs> and we are Heavy Metal Summer Party. This is basically our brain love child. We are here to talk about feminism, music, and everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the first topic that should be discussed, and I believe it's the most important thing to be discussed, especially when we're when we have a podcast about feminism, is why it's important. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, there's just so many different ways to look at what feminism is and w- what it means to individual people that I feel like there's no right or wrong way. Well, there, there might be a wrong way. Yeah, there uh, might be that. But um, it, it's important to uh, hear people out and you know listen to all different takes yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like my view of feminism is definitely different from your version of feminism because we're different generations we have different walks of life so it just really it just depends on who you're talking to and yeah I think a rule of thumb when discussing feminism and people's views on it is to not judge people right and I feel like a lot of people at least nowadays they have more of a, a rigid structure or are really eager to condemn yeah that uh, instead of at least you know hear out to begin with or not even even you know i feel like if you're if your beliefs are the if you have a reason uh to believe what you believe and to view feminism the way that you believe it then i don't think that hearing someone else out uh, once would be something so detrimental that it would it would shake you and yeah. I think the opportunity and I think people are more willing to listen if you listen to them first even if inside you're rolling your eyes or you're like uh-oh that seems a little bit off I think yeah. if you if you don't just come out the gate barking and and foaming at the mouth then they're going to be more respect uh, receptive to you and you yeah. have it's like treat everyone you want to be the way you want to be treated you know you have to have that niceness in order to sink uh, now i understand some people have some hard stops and i feel like that's justified but uh, i think you you cross those bridges when you come to them it, it's it's not um that's a forum here yeah <laughs> yeah there's like a four-way road because you just don't know what people have lived through because mm-hmm. like one person one person might have gotten assaulted and therefore their front view on feminism is completely different from someone who's never experienced that exactly yeah but either way it's important to believe in equal rights and how women in especially america we're both americans mm-hmm. aren't treated the same as men yeah, yeah it's I, I, I don't like to admit it, but I used to be pretty um, anti-feminist. But then I, I realized that I was really inexperienced and generally ill-informed. And then I had th- some experiences and then I had some thoughts. And then I realized, holy crap, those are feminist thoughts. I think I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the light bulb moment. <laughs> it's just like, oh i guess that is a, a label i ascribe to now <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, i 
had it all wrong. Well, not I won't say all wrong. I want to give I want to give younger me some credit, but mm. uh, you know, I it, it's a little it's a little bit embarrassing uh, in retrospect. Yeah, especially now that we're doing a feminist podcast. Yeah, well, here here I am, and I'm I'm not afraid to like this is a step for me personally because it is me. I want to say coming out as a, a feminist because it's not that big of a deal. It's yeah. not that dramatic, but it is me associate like me associating, yeah, associating publicly and personally because this is a, a personal endeavor. Yeah. Um, you know, me and you, and um, sitting on Zoom. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, you know, be not afraid of referring to myself as feminist. Yeah. And it's, I believe, especially again, as women in America, it's important to be feminists because again, we don't have, we have rights. Yes. But we're not equal. Like I actually just came home from the gym and as I was working out, I was doing one of those like weightlifting machines. Some guy was staring at my ass. (laughs) I was like, okay, um, can can you stop? Yikes. Yeah. And I think women, we have a bunch of those stories too. Like of people just being generally gross yeah woman and it, like like it like it's normal it's, it's so funny because um one of the reasons i was so uh not so not for feminism is because uh strangely enough um my mom yeah uh, it's, it's a whole dealy but uh she's was kind of burnt out on feminism and disillusioned yeah. by it, especially uh how things have been how it's changed over the years yeah um and so i told her hey mom i'm doing a feminist podcast she she you know did like the oh oh brother type type thing she like rolled her eyes and was like oh come on yeah like like feminism like hasn't it kind of been like rehashed and like done before especially in music and like isn't it already a thing because you know at least our personality her personality my personality if you've seen it once then you're already like that's like been the four opposites mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, so uh then then I get to talking with her and I'm just like uh feminism for me mostly isn't so much about well I mean not isn't it's obviously a huge part of it but we've achieved goals politically and we've yeah. achieved on paper but socially the there's not that same treatment there's not that same regard you would or a man would have for another man or just a person that they identify as just another human being they yeah. it's like specifically like you're registered as female and I can treat you this way or I can treat you that way and um it, it, like it's, it's a social thing like treat like I think women should be I'll get I'll get into that later because I can't find the words but essentially so I'm talking to my mom and she she goes I'm I'm telling her about like a few instances of just like casual awkwardness like like you having going to the gym and having like your ass stared at and mom goes like yeah and it's like women can't be nice to men or they think you're flirting with them and I'm just like yeah mom and that that thought right there that recognition that there's a difference you're treated differently yeah is a feminist issue <laughs> yeah 
because no matter where I go, no matter what I do, you will always, I'm always treated different. Especially Mm -hmm. if say I have my older or my younger brother with me. Like Mm -hmm. I remember one case, I went to some sort of restaurant. I think it was like a McDonald's actually. And the guy, he took my, I was standing in front of my brother and he took my brother's order before he took mine. Oof. Yeah. It's like, either way, we're going to give you the money. You're going to take my order no matter what. What's the point? You know, it's like, come on, dude. There's no point in being like indifferent to this because we're all, I mean, really the only difference is what's on our chest and what's in between our legs. There's no other difference. Exactly. And um, I I think also like ever every time I hear like a stereotype about a woman, I'm just like, we really haven't gotten past like Victorian pseudoscience, have we? (laughs) No, we haven't. With the hysteria and the, the women are more emotional things, uh, like stuff. And I'm just like, I think men are equally, they, they might have different emotions, different approach, like different instincts to approach, like thoughts and like different thoughts and feelings that they approach things with, but they're still feelings. They have much feeling they just like deny it or don't understand that that's a feeling so it's like if you didn't have I I, if you don't have emotions I I don't I feel like that's a sickness or I want to say that it's an abnormality or anything like that but feelings are normal emotions expression of emotions like if you don't like if you say oh I'm I'm not so emotional like I, I understand what that means, like like on a casual level, but yeah, uh, well, on a serious psycho level. Yeah, like if you went to a therapist or a psychologist, like that would be an issue. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know. Maybe it was like 2014 or something. There was a movie released about like a dystopian future where people took drugs to not have emotions. Oof. Yeah, it was on Netflix for a long time. It had like Kristen Stewart in it. It was actually a good movie, but oh, I yeah, I remember. I think I just I, th- I think I remember wait did it have the guy with the scary eyebrows no but he was an x-men he played in he played like the blue guy who turned into a beast I forgot his name. one actor and I think he's British and he looks kind of like a real life like a what is it a Vulcan or like a Spock Spockman he's yeah. got these spooky eyebrows he has um, like blue I, eyes yeah I was yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was watching Oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about. My Yay. friend was watching that in bed next to me. I was watching the series Versailles. I was oh, in yeah. China with a friend and we were both, she was watching that movie through like her VPN and I was watching this thing. Yo, yeah, I was in Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what ended up happening is the two main characters, they ended up falling in love and experiencing emotions and getting pregnant. So even in that sort of dystopian future, keeping emotions away is impossible. Yeah. I mean, they that, that is such an ex- extreme and it's a fun area to explore and you explore that through art just like you explore different emotions and variables and ways to communicate like various ways to communicate various emotions through art Mo- yeah. like a, and music is art and there are so many different I'm going to use the word nuances all the time but yeah, there's so nuances to thoughts feelings emotions and ways to communicate that and in conjunction with music so that's why I think it's important to be 
understanding as uh, when trying to examine a song or a, a singer, songwriter, performer, because, you know, they are also people, they're coming from different places. And it, you know, what one song that might sound particularly fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to take it. Sometimes I think you should take a step back and be like, but why is this person saying it specifically this way? Yeah. Through the medium. Exactly. Where from. I feel like this would be a good time to bring up Kathleen Hanna. She was the, she is the lead singer of uh, Bikini Kill. She oh. was, yeah, she was an outspoken feminist and actually was friends with Kurt Cobain, who was another outspoken feminist. Which I you know you love you love to hear um, legitimate cool male fem- feminists and not pick me boys or yeah like it's it's guy leads off. I'm a I'm a male feminist or whatever. I immediately I'm just like, no this guy, I think he's into some weird like most. I think he's into weird kinks. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then he feels guilty for something, or I think I, I don't yeah. know. It's just like it comes out so like I don't want to say that for everyone, but it comes out so often that yeah. like yeah, he writes some woman, you know, and you have to use a dis- discretion. Yeah. Actually, that was, yeah, yeah. So, um, actually, that was a topic in a movie that came out fairly recently in 2020 called Promising Young Woman. It was about this woman, yeah, and it was about this woman taking revenge for her friend's suicide who was raped by this guy who pretends to be a feminist. That's what that was about? Yeah, that's, that's what it was about. That's a, that's a good plot. Yeah. I, uh, I've not seen it. No, I want to see it. But, uh, that's a that's a solid plot i'm almost afraid when i read when i understand like the base like like the little bit of the the plot of a movie um and i'm like that sounds dope i'm almost afraid to watch it because i'm like what if the movie's bad and what if they don't like really make it as cool as this concept could be yeah no i think um emerald fennel the woman who wrote and directed the movie i think from what i've seen and what i've read it she did really well because yeah because she didn't um use violence to portray her getting revenge oh yeah the main character she um she used what they had most what they pride themselves most on which was being a good guy you know Mm. but in reality they raped they hurt people yeah interesting concept and definitely something i want to see I've watched an analysis video on it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> My the to mind are there was like a politician not that long ago who is very uh, he's claimed to be a feminist and claimed to be you know anti-racist and stuff, but then it came out that he had um, a, a black girlfriend that he it's like abused and also like was into like race play oh and it, like i think <laughs> that sounds and weird and platform was just like and i'm a good guy and you can trust you, you should like vote for me you can trust me vote for me you can trust me i'm on the right like i'm on the good side and you're on the bad side and i'm and it's just like you're really gonna take anyone's word for the shit anymore like that is insane yeah it's like if there's proven facts that this guy 
is not good. He's not a feminist. He's not uh, unracist. He's just misogynistic and homophobic, etc. Then why? Mm-hmm. What's the point of having the feminist, the unracist, anti-racist? Is what I should say. Well, it makes him look good. Yeah, especially. I always go back to. Do you know Trevor? You know Trevor Moore. He died recently in a freak accident. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, he's the one of the guys like one of the main guys actually from whitest kids you know and he had his, this amazing um segment on there uh yeah. the parody of like uh, a politicians like why you should vote for me and it's just like i was in the military for the minim- minimum amount of time so that i can put it on my resume i have a i have a, an attractive yet accessible wife and a baby that i wait but i put it in a tie i also oh. have a i'm relatable to you um but one of my favorite lines is like a, a well-adjusted man would never want to have a job that affects the lives of so many not me though and it's just like that's what I think of when I think like I don't want to start the podcast off first episode of like and government and politics and I don't trust but like <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> but the government's trying to implant something in our brains yeah <laughs> um, but I, I I I have a hard time trusting anyone so confident they can so so confident in their own morals and their own character that they think that they can go into an office and get paid for it you know the lives of so many and it's just like eric andre i don't trust like that yeah (laughs) no i feel if i hope and this is coming from me. I'm a religious person. I'm hoping if they're a person of faith, if mm-hmm. they have good morals and if they actually have a beating bloody heart, mm-hmm. I hope they can be a good leader. You know, because like our previous president, President Donald Trump, he didn't have morals. There are pictures of him on the internet going to sex parties, cheating on his wives, etc. And Just he so was, that's another thing I don't like. I don't like people making fun of other people from other countries it's sickening it's upsetting and what's there's like two sides of that coin where it's just like they're outwardly very hateful and then there's the other side where they're they almost fetishize it the fetish the the way and i think we could talk about this um in terms of k-pop yeah fetishizing uh foreign people now especially um now especially koreans or people who are asian especially Especially like when people are like, uh, girls will go out and they'll find an Asian, an Asian boy, uh, Chinese, Japanese, some maybe Korean, maybe Filipino, like any, any of them. But then they're like, this is the closest to like a Korean, like I could get because I want to date a Korean and like, you might as well be Korean. And it's just like, no, no, that's That's kind of racist, dude. One hundred percent racist, and it's one of the reasons that I personally cannot stand um, everything about K-pop. Yeah, no, but especially in more recent years, especially with the growth of Pornhub and other porn sites, mm-hmm. people fetishize other women from different countries. It doesn't have to be distinctly from the U.S. or even Britain. It's just people who look different than us. You know, it's it's really it creeps me out that there are I understand that like I understand that like 
I think JAV, Japanese adult video, that's a whole different genre. Like they do porn differently. And so like if your yeah. preference the way that they shoot, that's one thing. But if you're purposefully looking at categories and going down, it's like black women, that's fucked up. It's like Asian girls, that's fucked up. Yeah. Along with, you know, just the <laughs> barely legal and shit like that. Yeah, that's terrible. I hate that shit so much. Putting people, being a part of a category uh, that for someone to jerk off to is just so upsetting and I can understand maybe if you were like a porn like in porn and you were marketing yourself that way um like if you had an OnlyFans which I still think is kind of kind of kind of fucked up if you're marketing yourself based on your race Um, but when it's like on a mass scale genre drop down menu yeah and there's black girls asian girls thick girls whatever yeah did they i mean i I, the category the way they categorize people yeah it's like are we are fucking cows now yeah it just it it doesn't make any sense to me if you're going to fetishize a woman fetishize the fucking men too you know if you're going to try but doesn't work the same and i think that in and of itself is a feminist thing the fact that um the fact that pornography works one way with women but doesn't work the other way with men i think that that structure is probably fucked up somewhere in there it's extremely fucked up because you wouldn't categorize a man like that i think they do though like i I, like uh well they do have a what is that black uh, I don't want to out myself for knowing different porn genres but I, I am I am <laughs> I do know quite uh quite a bit because I am so I feel like you have to know your enemy yeah. to your enemy yeah, so, like uh there is a genre for black men okay. you know so what is it a uh, big black dick or something like that and I just like that's so gross to me <laughs> yeah it's like not not the concept itself as much as just the fact that it is a genre yeah based base. yeah and I think, a harmful stereotype as well yeah I mean there's especially with people of color and again people in America people especially black people are put into different categories like they're fast runners they have big dicks you know stuff like that and it's it's fucked up you know it is really dehumanizing and i think it does it was am i wrong in thinking that there was a trend for like like 10 years ago that was dating like black men yeah i felt like in like the 2000s maybe like the late 2000s or something like white girls were purposefully trying to date black men because it was like trendy or something I think that was the case because the Kardashians famously date black men. Yeah. Just damn it, Kardashians. Well, and also Kylie herself has been like so commodified. Yeah. And uh, she was like, I think she had like, she was in a relationship with one of the rappers when she was like still a kid. Yeah, I think it was like Tyga or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, she was 17, he was like 23, and they were in a relationship. 
And it's just so, so fucked up. As much as Kylie is generally uninteresting and to kind of unremarkable and her all in all fabricated, like her whole being is fabricated. I still feel very bad for her because even though she can like buy whatever she wants and she looks however she wants or like surgically and all the shit like her time her childhood you she can never spend enough money to go back and have more stable upbringing a more private upbringing a more um you know healthy upbringing yeah because I feel like that's another thing especially with reality tv shows like that like keeping up with the kardashians children don't have a private childhood anymore everything's photographed everything's videotaped to make sure that they get content for the next episode because people are going to want to know when kylie's going to lose her first tooth you know Um, i remember there was like an episode or whatever they're playing like on like a pole that someone bought like a stripper pole and oh yeah what's her face <laughs> dancing on the pole yeah and they're like no don't do that but then it was kind of like uh, yeah do that because it's outrageous but don't do that yeah. um but then there's also like smaller scale there's like ace family shit there's like mm-hmm. um, you know like all all the youtubers who pub like their whole content is just their children growing up and I also kind of wonder if it is also a feminist issue when you're exploiting your daughters like they exploit their sons but like these youtubers that family vloggers they um they exploit their sons as well but when they exploit their daughters by um filming it's like first bra try on uh so-and-so like katie got her first period um going going shopping for like a period kit and it's just like first of all I, what the fuck is a period like what's a period know? kit <laughs> why didn't i get one like my mom my mom never fucking did that no um but like also because it's also so unnecessary um but at the same time it's just like filming like so-and-so shaved like uh ashley shaves her legs for the first time and it's just like you're really going to it, like public like film and upload and make money and let millions of people watch your daughter some of the most awkward uncomfortable private times of her life times that other kids like they would, yeah they just like even in retrospect you're just like what a fucking shitty time i'm glad i like I was homeschooled. I didn't have to go anywhere, but I'm still embarrassed for how I was back then. Yeah. Like, there's, there's like no record of it except for maybe my deviant art, but I'm not on there. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> uh, art, what a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> so you're filming this and uploading it, and there's still like, like pedophiles do watch it. Yeah. I would bet, I would bet a million dollars that half of the people watching those are pedophiles. If not convicted, they just are pedophiles exactly and then it's it's even though it's just it's not explicit content well they don't no, they, they don't, don't explicit content they're just happy that these children are put in weird uncomfortable sexual situations 
yeah, like um, I was going to my local, local Target and some woman was filming her kids going school shopping for the first time. Lord. It's like, what's interesting about that? You're going to Target to get fucking notebooks and a backpack. There's no, there's no point. No, but that they upload it. They're just like, um, so Bryston lost his first tooth and uh, he's being kind of squirrely at the here. Uh, and he's just like begging for toys. And it's just like, this is like the most boring shit ever. But then they get to like the little bits and parts where it's just like, and we're buying pads for, um, again, Ashley. We're buying Ashley. Pads for ashley because you know she just started her period and it's her first year in mid- middle school and um you, she doesn't want to like get embarrassed oh look at her she's embarrassed mom stop talking about it she's embarrassed and it's just like <laughs> but who who wants those details on the internet it's creepy enough that the internet knows where we live why would you want a record of your first period you know your first day of middle school whatever there's uh, the guise of sentimentality and the guise of um, wholesomeness. <laughs> in reality, and sometimes they do have like fans um, that are like maybe appropriate age, like yeah. appropriate age, but there, I guarantee you there's a lot more fans that, that are, are pedophiles or older. Or, fucked up but you would not they're not going to be loud about it no, <laughs> they're not they're not. commenting in the comment section being like oh my gosh you're lo- you seem like the best mom ever they're the ones watching it leaving the view leaving the like yeah saying anything so you don't even you don't even know you don't even know who you're talking who's watching it that's mm-hmm. why i just don't trust blogs or youtube like that in general that's why i don't think i can ever be a youtuber mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of who would watch my content. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, right now we're sat in our fucking rooms. They could look behind me and see family pictures or like stuff from my childhood. And it's just yeah. like, it's creepy. You're a lot more cautious than I am, which I mean, is definitely very good. Um, I thought about, I, I thought about doing a YouTube channel or something because I've been just using it, for, doing it for so long. But then I, it's one of those things, it's kind of one of the things that almost, like stop me from wanting to do this podcast is like the thing mentally was I am so afraid of being canceled that I for anything that I'm afraid to start so it's not afraid I'm not afraid of fate like you want you know when people are afraid to fail so they don't start anything yeah I'm being canceled so I don't start anything yeah this is why we don't give our last names and this is why we're just putting a screen over it yeah <laughs> you can't find us because if you don't know our last names <laughs> yeah children are not like you talk about intersectional feminism including all races all um all genders all, like all that yeah. but never forget children also fall into that category because a lot of the experiences that make me a stronger feminist now or more firm in my feminist beliefs are situations that are were in that I see in retrospect were fucked up from when I was a kid so um I'm in high school severely depressed um have a lot of issues but then you have an asshole teacher who like treats you as if you're being just a dramatic teenage girl and it's just like 
borderline suicidal and Mr. So-and-so is going to be a dick to me because he doesn't like my attitude. Like, <laughs> no, like I've had situations like that too, where I was in high school and I felt like crying and a teacher came up to me and said, are you on your period? Oh my God. That's another thing I fucking hate. The period jokes. Just because I'm upset does not mean I'm on my motherfucking period. I have like a biological thing that you don't have doesn't mean that that is such a huge theme in my life yeah. that it's something to go back to <laughs> like yeah like just because it's strange and different to, to some you because you don't get it like to me it's just another thing so it doesn't rule my life it doesn't enter into all these other aspects yeah. and all <laughs> it's so much more likely that I'm in a very uncomfortable situation I have something troubling my heart, my mind, all these other things, then, oh, I'm just really emotional because my period that's really wild. Yeah. No, half the time, if I'm ever on my period, it's like, oh, cool, whatever. And then I get up and go because I have shit to do. Yeah. It's, that's another huge misconception that I feel people have about women in periods. It's just that it affects so much of us when it's dead them. Um, and I think it, it's, it does not rule your life unless you are one of those poor girls that do have endometri endometriosis or any of those things. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if this would be a good place to talk about it or not, but birth control, like control periods and stuff. I think this is just like a sidebar, but, uh, I think maybe people should stop viewing birth control, like that the hormones for birth control as being solely for birth control because young girls who just start their periods but have very, very bad periods to the point where they faint or they throw up or any of those things and they need to start birth control, there's such a stigma. It's just like, oh, you're like that young and you're having sex. No, I have pain. No, periods suck. Mm-hmm. I just, I have to take this in order to feel normal and not have the intense need to throw my guts out. So, and then I specifically remember this episode from a TV show I watched once where this mom thought her daughter was having sex and she yelled at her saying, you're going to have to take the pill. Like it was a bad thing, you know? Yeah. That's another thing. Like the stigma around it about taking the pill, it's not a bad thing. I mean, more often than not, I hear people using it for other purposes, for just controlling your fucked up hormones. Yeah. Um, personally, um, I've been trying to find a doctor who will um, either tie my tubes or something of the kind, but they won't because I'm too young. Like, I went to one female doctor's office and they were game. Yeah but it's very expensive and um they like referred me to these other places and these doctors are men and they said they almost definitely will not you know give you what you want so badly so bad for a number of legitimate reasons because you are so young and I'm I'm a 25 year old adult woman I want my fucking tubes tied yeah or because what they were gonna do with this uh 
of this woman's office um, was the the full like taking out your um, your tubes. Yeah, just taking them out altogether. Yeah, which is you know more expensive than just having them tied. Yeah, but uh, they just I, I purposefully had to search out a female gynecologist and female like office so that they would understand that I'm just like I am so baby I am so mentally ill <laughs> it's just I and that's another thing that I hate mm-hmm. um not to distract from this topic because it's extremely important especially especially as women nowadays but there's such a stigma and people wanting women to go out get married get pregnant and have a child in and in America too, that's the stigma. That's what you have to do in order to be happy. Or like, even if you do, yeah, like even if you do, it's like, yeah, go out and have a career and go to college and blah, blah, blah. But like when you're 30, can you like quit your job? Yeah. I feel like within feminism, there is a, like, this is part of the reason my mom has such a bad feeling, like a bad, that association with feminism is because my grandma um, was actually a really big feminist, but they, my grandma and my mom don't get along for various reasons. Okay. And, but my grandma is very, very harsh, uh, but is also of the generation, like the, the idea that um, the more 1970s, okay. um, where it's like having a, a baby in a family isn't even an option like you do that you're giving into the patriarchy yeah so it's like there can be a happy medium yeah like on the other hand there's um like my brother and his girlfriend they went to a local private school that was essentially like the girls they didn't even really teach the girls that much it was a, a christian school christian they were constantly implanting in their heads like and then you graduate and you're gonna like either if you don't find your boyfriend here by the way you can't both pants or kiss or anything um if you don't find your boyfriend here at school then you're gonna go to like bob jones university <laughs> or whatever and then you're gonna get ringed by spring and then you'll drop out of school and you'll have babies and kids for the lord and it's just like um, it's like they didn't even teach them properly like no and, um, because they were so like wrapped up in oh well these female students they're just gonna have babies yeah like not every woman like you and some other people I want I know don't want kids you know I might like eat my ba- like babies like a praying mantis. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. It's like if if you want to have kids, that's great for you. And if you want if you feel that it will fulfill your life, that's fantastic. But not everybody wants to fucking do that. You know, some people big deal and it's like nobody I don't want to say nobody. It's such a big deal. It's a natural thing, obviously. But yeah. it's so much of a so much bigger deal than so many people realize and it having a child is such a con like a remains as a concept to so many people yeah kids and when it's just an idea and not anything that they are around on a daily basis then 
Yeah. Like, cause I take care of kids. That's my job. Yeah. I, I will take care of anyone else's kid, but I could never see my own child the way that I see these other kids because I would have, I, I'd be like, yeah, that's okay for that kid to not get all of its, all their um, like words right on their spelling test uh, because they're just a baby, but you're my baby. You should know better. Like yeah. I know that would be the way that I deal with things and it's not right. And then there's, again, talking about feminism, there's such a difference between women and boys, boys and girls. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I think it very, it's one of those things that's a little bit touchy too, because it, it, it concerns culture a lot of the time. Too. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the reasons, like the difference in women, like domestically and career-wise, uh, I see that so much in, in terms of music, like K-pop. Yeah. Um, I think different, the, I'm not going to get into that, but I see, I see the cultural differences. It's, it's such a, in K-pop in particular, and it's such a difficult thing to address because you don't want to offend and you don't want to step as an outsider looking in. Yeah. But there are certain things that I don't want to use the word problematic because it's been used so often. But I mean, there are very clearly problematic things that should be addressed and not just accepted as a matter of cultural difference. Yeah, you know, because of course everyone was brought up different. Some people's views are different than others. But that's when I realized, oh, this is America. I'm not equal in this world. I'm not even equal in my own fucking home. Well, for me, like, I think there's a point where my, I never, it was a part of it was just, it's so late. Everything I show up late to everything. Yeah. <laughs> in my, in my life, um, all my like key, like, like life checkpoints or whatever. I, I show up late to exactly. have that early, but <laughs> um, but it wasn't until after I like graduated high school and everything that, you know, cause I went to school in Georgia, but yeah. I live in Florida. Um, and, you know, all my friends are in Georgia or like around in Atlanta. And I drive six hours sometimes to go and see my friends. Yeah. And, um, or at least I used to. And so like, there'd be something I want to do and I wouldn't, I couldn't get my brother to go with me, my younger brothers, by the way, because I'm yeah, you're old, but I have to get like one of my younger brothers to go with me. Um, and he, I'm trying to tell my mom and dad, like, please just let me go. I planned this for months. I told you earlier, like, please just let me go. And, you know, mom just flat out says, like, no. it's different girls. Yeah. It's, since, since when? Like, Things have been so equal up until this point. It's different for girls. But I've been, I can, like, I've driven at night before. I can, I've been all these places. I know Atlanta pretty well. It's not even Atlanta. It's like north of that. It's much safer. All these different things. But no, it's different because you're a girl. Yeah. And I've definitely experienced that too. Like, I've, at, like, me and my family, we've gone to Disneyland and I said, Oh, can I go on like that ride? Can I go on the roller coaster? And my mom said, Not without your brother. And he didn't want to go. Like, 
can I still go? And she said, no, not without your brother. Just like, don't worry, I think they'll let me on by myself. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I'm the one with the pepper spray. (laughs) Also, they're not allowed, they don't allow you to bring pepper spray into Disneyland. So while Disney did not hear the fact that I brought pepper spray into Disneyland. And if it gets too scary on the roller coaster, I'll just pepper spray the coaster. (laughs) We'll pepper spray the characters that are on the coaster. In ter- so, in terms of music, there uh, there's thinking, something I was thinking about the other day that concerns both uh, heavy metal and, um, well, not necessarily, not a slumber party, but, you know, girls and that. I don't know a whole bunch about heavy metal, um, mm-hmm. but I do know that there was a one of the first heavy metal bands. I'm going to look into this more because I'm very interested in looking into all of this uh but the first uh heavy metal female bands they went they were you know at like a festival or a a concert and they were behind you know their backstage and one of the guys from a you know more established metal band was like did you guys just get into music so that you can sleep with um uh metalhead guys and about that I was thinking about that the other day and just kind of in my car had to rank because I'm just like is that not the most asinine thing you've ever heard that's have you sickening what have you seen yourself have you smelt yourself <laughs> no, no. Uh, I have such bad experiences with metalheads yeah it's <laughs> like uh but so like that might have affected my outrage, but just it's one of those things I was just thinking and it just like so girls, so girls are known for screaming and crying, but you know, if they want to do that musically professionally, it's not for you. Yeah. Women can scream and cry professionally. But women can't. No, and that reminds me of something I read once. It's about regarding the members of Mindless Self-Indulgence, uh, Lindsay, Way, and Kitty. I don't know her last name. I just call her Kitty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, done. Uh, done. Jennifer. Yeah. Kitty done. I call her Kitty done. Uh, favorite one. She's also the most, um, you know, secretive about her life, which is something yeah. I respect. Yeah, it's good to have a personal life and a private life. I hope mm-hmm. that's something that we can do, especially in this podcast, being in the public eye. Yeah. No. Anyways, I read something once and actually became one of the facts I posted. Um, they came off from doing a show and the two like bodyguards said, no, you can't go backstage. You're just trying to sleep with the band, with the male band members. And I have the, I have a, the Adventures in Mindless Self-Indulgence, uh, like comics behind my curtain. Oh, yeah. um, oh. I have that, that story in there. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, it's yeah. everything. You know, <laughs> it's been, it's happened so many times that they weren't allowed back like backstage because that they were just groupies yeah and that's fucked up you know (laughs) it's like i don't want to fuck the bass player i am the fucking bass player exactly yeah i think it's happened to kitty multiple times yeah because they don't assume that she's the one playing the drums which is i don't know in a, in a sense, it's also very impressive and badass that she's undermining expectations. Yeah. Being rewarded for it by not being allowed, you know, the same respect that the other artists get of just, 
that's shitty and stupid and it's offensive. I would be yeah. outraged. Yeah, I would be too. Be like Paige Karen. I'm not joking. I'd be like, are, are you fucking sure? like who? Who gave you the right lady? Just like, no, like they paid you to protect me. Let me back where I belong. Yeah, and imagine that situation too. You're tired. You just played a fucking three-hour show. You want to go lay down in your RV, and this douchebag is saying, "No, you can't go back there. You're just trying to sleep with the guys," which is so wild. Yeah. Well, another thing I want to talk about is um, people only knowing, uh, like, only going to certain shows or liking certain bands because of the spouse. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I love about your Lindsay Wayfact page is that you refer to Gerard as her husband. Yeah. <laughs> I've only I only like to uh, refer to Gerard as um, Lindsay's husband. Yeah. Because I do that specifically because I want it to be focused on Lindsay. Exactly. And yeah. I I was actually really shocked. Like I had, I had like. I had been listening to Mindless Self-Indulgence for years, but never really, I've, I'm never, I've never been one to like really want to invest in like individuals in bands because yeah. flawed human beings, they are so flawed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I don't want to, I'm like idolize anyone. And I'm afraid that, you know, I'll start to really, really appreciate a, a, a person. And, um, like they'll let me down, and yeah. um, the one time I did that, yes, that happened. And um, <laughs> and um, uh, so I never really looked into it. And then, so like it wasn't that long ago that I'm like, wait a minute, oh, Lindsay's married to what's his face from My Chemical Romance, that from Sad Sad Boy Music, <laughs> the emo music. Yeah, the emo music, the one that's just like everyone pretends it's like so like niche, but niche it's like emotional dream, like emo shit that there is. Like you could ask anyone and they'll know what my my chemical romance is. Like that yeah. that's the edge lord being like uh well everyone knows them and everyone knows uh, owns them into our shirt. And it's all like <laughs> I don't know. Like I think everybody in the early 2000s who went through like that emo phase at least owns one My Chemical Romance shirt. I. Did you? Did not actually. No. If. No, I didn't. I didn't like it. No. Like I was. It? Um, I was into. MSI. Um. MSI rather than SCR. I don't like song like I don't really like music that takes itself too seriously. I get what you mean. I can't really, I don't like songs and music that refer to a mysterious person that you, like, you did this to me or you, blah, blah. I, don't, I can't say that MCR songs have this, but when they have like a romance song and there's like, when they use the phrase you and it sounds, and they're meant to be singing to another person that they're like in love with or like they have issues with, I don't really like it. It's music that is, I, I don't know. It's just a, a pattern that I've noticed. I don't yeah. like music about other people people <laughs> yeah I also I don't like specifically Justin Bieber's music because he makes it seem like there's music specifically talking to the person who's listening 
I yeah, that is like the bo- the boy band, the uh, boy band trope sort of thing. Yeah, and where it's just like, and it's a self insert. Yeah, so like all the girl, all the little girlies self insert. Yeah, it's like the way you smile at the ground. It ain't hard to tell, and it's like it's like if you're going to say something, just say you're talking about I don't know, to Harry style dating dating nowadays. I don't know. Yeah, I I I'm just not I'm not for. I, I, because I'm, my immediate thought is like, they're not singing. First of all, did they actually write this for someone? Um, do I actually care? Did they actually write it? Yeah. D- yeah. Did they actually write it? So like in terms of like angsty music, uh, I can't relate because I, even as a teenager, I'm just like, yeah, I've got a lot of problems, but I don't have like any problems that would warrant me being this angry so like, <laughs> like objectively like I can't I'm, I'm I, I could not get into it in that like the world is so dark and so angry and I feel the way that this music is meant to make me feel because I'm, I'm just like I, I live in like a suburban home yeah it would be kind of goofy like I even though I wanted to express myself through clothes and stuff I'm like it would look so goofy on me because I could I would never get like I'm a middle class like white girl. Yeah, I like I would feel so insecure and goofy because I, where do I go? Homeschool co-op, Christian <laughs> homeschool Christian co-op. Like it, it, it's not, it's not for me, and it's, it's almost, it feels silly. I'm like the, the only people that could like relate to this are just like people who've like been through some actual shit, orphans maybe, like. Yeah who deserves to be this angry I never felt like I deserved that to be that angry maybe I did flawed way to think but I couldn't get into that whereas like songs like mindless self-indulgences type of music um really kind of it's absurd it's goofy it's uh it's it's absurdity and I like that expression of anger and, or anger, frustration, self-loathing, things that I understand yeah. <laughs> expressed in a bizarre and uncomfortable and, and unconventional way. Yeah. Like, and just to say this, I don't support Jimmy Urine anymore. I used to, but now with everything coming out, I don't necessarily like him anymore. I don't, I don't really really just. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, even liking the music is controversial, yeah. uh, I can kind of place it on a timeline like I don't like I don't want to I don't like explaining it because it almost sounds like I'm justifying it but if I just view it in a objective context it makes sense to me that it doesn't come from a like none of the language used comes from a place of direct hatred towards any group yeah um whereas other people I, I think people mostly uh mcr fans yeah to view it in that context i that's why i have a distinct dislike for mcr fans because they they would only listen to msi because it's loose like it's i would say just because Lindsay's married to gerard that loose msi is just loosely based or loosely connected to mcr yeah, I was, going to, I was actually going to say, um, I think that's the whole reason why people just dislike mindless self-indulgence in general, because people ship Gerard Way and Frank Iero. 
rather than drag way and Lindsay way. So fucked up and objectifying. Yeah, it is. You know, like Gerard Way married Lindsay Way. Frank Ayero married Jamia Ayero. You mm-hmm. know? It's- and you don't respect it. And I think it reminds me of uh, 10 years ago when Yowie was a thing, like the biggest thing. And people were, you remember um, people ship, like teenagers shipping um, two boy, like two male anime characters oh, and yeah. making graphic, like porn pictures. Porn, like, to me, that was not, and then if you didn't like it, you were homophobic. I didn't, like, that's, it's not that you're homophobic. It's just, like, you're fetishizing gay people and gay sex. Yeah. You're fetishizing them, and that's exactly what, except for, to me, it's more bizarre, because these are real people with thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Decisions, they're adult people. And I also think, like, Gerard made a conscious, like, it wasn't just a, it's not like he was brainwashed or anything. He chose to marry Lindsay. You should be happy that one that a marriage has of a between like rock stars have lasted that this long yeah they've been married for like what 11 fucking years or something even though it's 13 13 years a lot of regular people don't get don't maintain a marriage that long yeah let alone people who you know rock stars and performers notoriously have like failed relationships yeah it's expensive and it's in terms of the like disliking and condemn like obviously condemn Jimmy Urine for what he's for what he's done like it's so it's so vile and vicious yeah it's so deplorable that it's like it almost goes without saying so yeah. I don't think I need to condemn what is obviously like self it's just to me it's self-evident like that's fucked yeah. up that's so fucked up that's so, self I don't need to be like and it's so 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 bad because it's just fucked up. It it's is so terrible. It again, self-evident. Um, but Gerard was is was is friends with Jimmy. So why aren't you con- like if you know they a lot of the cancel culture they do like guilty by association? Yeah. How come yeah. Gerard is excluded from that? Yeah, I know what you mean because I think that's why multiple re- that's another reason why people really cancel Lindsay because of the music she's made previously and the fact that Jimmy Urine is now just a douchebag I mean douchebag douche thank god one of my the reasons that I I thought he was a generally cool guy was because he really didn't share that much about his life or who he is and I think people think I think after this um, has come to light, this uh, sexual abuse, you know, yeah. uh, case. I think people are kind of viewing his whole life as like in the frame of that, like, oh, he wouldn't share like his personal like life with everyone because he's ashamed that in like the nineties, he sexually abused this like teenage girl. Yeah, she I was don't, like 16 or 17. Yeah, she was 17. I don't, no maybe I think she was 15 yeah wait yeah she was 15 Jimmy wrote her a birthday card for her 16th birthday that's what it was really I didn't know that yeah um I was actually talking to our mutual friend Sophia she she found a bunch of shit about it I'll send it to you dang I would like I would like to see I know it's gonna hurt my heart but I would like to um I would like to see it um but the like I think everyone 
kind of views his whole like oh he wouldn't share like details about his life because like his whole life is wrapped around this like one grotesque thing that he did that he should feel like guilty about I don't think he comprehended and that's a level of fucked upness how fucked up the thing that he did was so I don't think he would feel guilty like revolve his whole life around how guilty he feels about this one thing um before this came out I was I really liked that he was he and pretty much everyone in MSI were had their own lives doing their own thing and engaging on social media so much so much um I liked I like not knowing things you know how peaceful my life would be if I didn't (laughs) you didn't know anything if I didn't know anything if I didn't even know that he had like children yeah yeah like my life would be I would be so at peace not if there was nothing no good no bad about any of these people and only like interviews yeah I think I almost think like that's how it's naturally meant to be where you don't know so much about performers or singers I think that's kind of nice in a way because of again speaking of like people like Jimmy Urin, Lindsay Waite I think it's nice and it gives their children a sense of privacy if they don't show their faces yes yeah I think that's nice because especially being in the public eye like that being in one of the most popular bands of the early 2000s Broadway's daughter is and could be in the public eye quite a lot exactly yeah um I love love not being able to find like pictures of her or anything like that yeah um I almost wish I didn't like know her name <laughs> you didn't know her name he has a daughter and he loves her that's yeah. all I need I'm, I'm good um that's fulfilling in itself knowing that he's a good father and that he loves her very much I as much as I loved seeing Jimmy and Chantal's babies and I love their names too I would have been okay never having like seen them because now I'm so I was so I was so used to like seeing happy little baby because I love babies so much I love babies too yeah (laughs) and I would have I I almost feel like maybe yeah maybe that wasn't for me maybe I should not have seen them now I'm vaguely now I kind of miss seeing them yeah I go to me happy on my feed and it's gone now and I'm it's I'm so angry at, at Jimmy that even though he's been able to move on from that, and even though what happened to that girl, she just saw finan- uh, not financial, no, yeah, financial like restitution, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. People were people were willing to like Jimmy's a pedophile, he's abusive, yes, yes. Um, or uh, Jimmy abused this teenage girl. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to speak to like anyone being legitimately attracted to prepubescent children, but Jimmy is illegally a pedophile. Yeah. And he's abusive at that. People were so easy to be like, oh, well, she's come to court and she wants, to, uh, she wants to like string him up by his feet and beat him like a pinata. And it's just like, no, that's what we all want to do. Yeah. But like, legally you need to respect what the person like coming forward and suing him for wants. Does she want him put in prison or does she want 
finance like financial like compensation yeah because i people i think also associate finance financial compensation with the money grab like greed yeah but it's it's and someone's like well no one would sue him for money because he really doesn't have any and it's just like you it's not always a money grab it's just they need some like the law to recognize someone and having done something messed up and you have to root for what the the person that actually went through it wants yeah complicated that was complicated but you know what i mean you have to respect what the victim wants because specifically in this case the victim she does not want her name speak out because at the time she was a minor she was 15 years old but you also have to respect the fact that she may not want him put in jail she may want him put in jail she may not want financial compensation but i looked it up and it said that she is suing him so therefore she does want some form of compensation and a lot of times that compensation it's not like money it's as much as it is the acknowledgement that you were wronged yeah something in return and um I think people go into these type of things and like they assume uh like well she wants what we want which is to like bury him under the prison and it's just it's not about I don't think it's about him anymore just because he's the major figure it's when she came forward it was about her yeah um because she's the one who got hurt exactly and what she thinks is appropriate for yeah. what she for what happened to her if i i'm sure no i'm not sure because you don't know her we no one knows her personally no except for the people who know her the people that know her we don't know her. The, no one knows her personally the, except for her personally the public doesn't know her is what exactly. i'm sure or i like to believe that if she thought what happened to her was something worth putting him going full steam like putting him in prison for the rest of his life that she would have gone for that yeah I hope that it wasn't just something like oh well you only have enough evidence for this and that I I think it was she thought I was damaged in as a teenager he did this to me what is um an equal what is compensation like an equivalent the closest thing I can get to an equivalent compensate like compensation to what happened to me i know that you know you'll never you'll never untraumatize yourself yeah untraumatize you but get him on an equal level to how he got you as best as you can yeah and in this case it's suing him yeah yeah and And you know because he doesn't have a lot of money i feel like that would hurt worse yeah wait what's his now i'm curious like what's his net worth because every uh, two oh. uh, two dollar bill and a gummy <laughs> worm. Um, he is worth one point nine million. So saith Google. <laughs> so saith Google. Um, anything on? Okay, I don't know it for a fact, but I don't think he made anything on Fucktronic. No, he definitely did not. <laughs> I I bought it, but yeah, but. There were just definitely things where I, think I just lost my train of thought. But there were definitely situations where buying the self indulgence could have made money. 
like with the comic book that they had with um different albums that I believe were good like you'll rebel to everything I love that album more than I'm willing to say it was it spoke to me so much it was almost like while all my other friends were going emo you'll rebel to anything was like my like anti-emo type thing because like a lot of I I saw a lot of people like me that had relatively what I because I was a kid I didn't you know you can never really tell as an adult you can like understand that other people have problems that you can't see but I saw kids my age also in my situation middle class pretty stable well off like yeah going through their angsty phase and I'm like yeah, afford to uh, invest in a bottle of aspirin, bitch. <laughs> yeah, invest in the aspirin. Let's listen to mindless self-indulgence. Yeah, and like, I mean, I loved being. I, to me, it was so great being having like a band insult you, kind of, because yeah, because <laughs> not so much about about them and you. It's just kind of a. It kind of makes it seem like um, it seems more genuine because it's like they don't care about appealing to their fans in fact they'll anger you but yeah. it, it just seemed more genuine and authentic that you want to make music for the sake of making music like for yeah. um, the comic books I don't think Jimmy would have done it if it wasn't something if he wasn't already like a nerd who liked comic books mm-hmm. yeah I think that's another thing about my self-indulgence all of them like comic books mm-hmm. I kind of like that about them and they're all no, go ahead. No, I was going to say that they're all kind of genuine nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I think that's why they go together. And honestly, I think Jimmy knew he did something wrong. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, I feel like we would have known it by now. Yeah. I feel like um, his music or any, any, type, any type of way because if he didn't think it was something legitimately wrong, which doesn't excuse him to any degree at all, no. No. but just in analyzing the situation, I, th- I think he did know that what he did was wrong. Um, or else, be- because, or else he wouldn't have hidden it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, I believe he genuinely knew what he did. And yeah. he just. I don't know maybe he can comprehend it maybe he just didn't want to get want it getting out because mindless self-indulgence already has a bad rep I don't think he cares about the the rap because um he also gave like I would say that he out of everyone in MSI he posts about going to like pride and black lives matter and all of these stuff like more than all the others I think yeah um, and even to the point where I thought it was pretty cool that he gave to the Southern Poverty Law Center to the point where they acknowledged him. Yeah. Um, he didn't post that himself. It was Chantal who posted it. Oh, that's right. I know Chantal, but I don't like it. So, so you say Chantal? Yeah, I say Chantal Claret, but like, because it sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Chantal Claret. <laughs> yeah, I say Chantal Claret. Because I'm like, Chantal, you speak French, kind of. Like, <laughs> kind of French. <laughs> why, why, you, why is it what, Claret? Chantal. 
um it's so flat it's so flat it's so american that's what it is it's so flat it's like <laughs> like when a british person tries to use an american accent yeah butter or french a... but um chips it took like she was like ella like all these people call my husband racist but like he gave this much money like she showed a certificate from the southern poverty poverty law center he's got like his name on something because he gave so much money and it's like that to me was really cool because i sincerely believe that you if you do something good like that you don't advertise it yeah and i think you know louder than words and he uses he used to use at least on the time the chronologically you'll see used um in his music early early on he used to do rap covers yeah his who complained and constantly was self-deprecating about ripping off other people and doing covers um because he didn't have original stuff and a lot of the covers were just rap music that included that word and then he started creating his own shit which had blurs and stuff carried over and then as you see as msi's music becomes more of its own and less a derivative of what the music that jimmy originally enjoyed um you'll see that those slurs go away Um, and you'll see that as it drifts into its own um and also through like time like by the time you reach uh how i stopped or was like how i learned yeah to not give a fuck or something like that by then people were i think people were still even using gay as an insult yeah there's no as far as i remember there's no slurs or anything it's all it's original music they had to use it uh they they got the money for it on a kickstarter but i mean like to you to understand me, to me it makes sense especially given how like back then it wasn't okay but it definitely didn't have the the ugh that it we understand it to have now yeah because back then it was more common and that was pre-black lives matter movements because nowadays it's extremely like don't you can't say the n-word you can't use the f-word you know i was always under the like i was always under the impression that the n-word was never ever ever anything you ever say but i think you know how we can say fuck now and it's just a bad of word now yeah was back then in like the 80s and like the 90s and like jimmy was born 69 yeah um like the 70s i feel like back then it was just a bad like it was whereas we understand the full and this is just my perception of like language over time i felt like and the n-word and the f-word like slurs and actual swear words are about the same level back then and then it kind of like like as time goes on it builds it's up. just like yeah we realized like we know what fuck means and it's you know it's just as bad as now as it was then but as we time goes on and we learn more we're like wow the n-word and the f-word are so much worse than even we understood them to be they're not just bad words they're hateful words yeah they're used to purposely hurt people of 
who are both homosexual and of black um who are african-american is what i should say i like to say black america because um my african friends don't like the phrase <laughs> really really oh i just like, say african-american my friend she's from rwanda she loves music she could talk about racism and um music from africa her mom uh actually is known in rwanda for having mastered a traditional dance that the first woman to do it that's cool though Uh, yeah she was the first woman to master this one traditional dance um all the others were dudes so if you want we could probably she's a really wonderful engaging person if you want to talk to her um because she also loves music but uh, her and especially at school there was a lot of you know african people um from like there's like some girls from ghana and we were and also a lot of um people from like the bahamas like bahamians and um people from the caribbean um i think what was it someone left a comment on one of your like Lindsay way facts that because i'm i I get like doing a a thing on like msi and like jameer and stuff like i'm gonna have to really steal myself because i know that someone's gonna like call me like an apologist or something yeah um which is gonna hurt so bad because i am so 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 against pedophilia and abusive children fetishization of them because I want to work with children. I do work with children. I think yeah. so. It'll just kill me. But I just whenever whenever I want to get mad, I remember like a, a someone posted a comment on one of your Lindsay Way facts, and it was the one on Lindsay and Sid Vicious both not knowing how to play the bass until yeah. they were, and even even Sid Vicious like through his whole career he didn't know he played a few sets he didn't even know the bass wasn't plugged in. <laughs> I mean, that's iconic as is, but. No, that's why I love punk music. It's bad music. It is screaming. It is pure expression. It is supposed to be bad. Yeah. And um, so, and also like the old bassist, um, he's like, I can teach you how to like, like even straight up kicked out of the band, the old bassist, because, um, not so, sorry, uh, Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten, yeah they all they decided that they didn't want the old bassist because he he wore shoes and he looked like he loved his mom that was all (laughs) he just looked like a good guy yeah whereas you know they wanted to be grimy and he could not sing like that was the so they replaced him with sid and then um the the old guy was just like or the other bassist was like i can teach you how to play a few like chords on bass and stuff and sid just didn't even care he didn't want to learn yeah. <laughs> not only did he not like he wasn't like Lindsay who learned over time through doing yeah. it he just never fucking learned yeah, and he um, just didn't want to learn yeah which I think is so funny but um someone left a comment it's just like Sid Vicious was a Nazi abuser and I'm like come on I'm like no it's just like you don't even understand <laughs> like, I, look there's pictures like he wore a swastika shirt do you know why do you know why? No, you don't. You just think that he, because he, he's a, a Nazi. Oh, okay. Like. Uh, that's another thing I don't really like about this newcoming generation is that they take everything too literal. Exactly. It, like, it's like, oh, we saw him in a, in a, Nazi, a Nazi shirt. 
the thing is, and it's uh, there's a book I want to read um, because I got this segment from it. Su- Susie from Susie and the Banshees. Um, she, who also uh, Sid played um, drums for, oh. for Pistols. Um, her thing was, because they were in the 70s, right after World War II, the generation, their, uh, their parents were the ones that fought the Nazis. Um, in the same way that we see like a veteran and we're like, just because you're a veteran doesn't mean you're a hero. Yeah. Like it was kind of the same way. Like adults were very smarmy and like, well, we beat the Nazis and we kicked their butts. And like, you know, it was just something you heard over and over again. To yeah. get them. Like, well, I think Nazis are cool and great. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like, believe, that, believe that, but it gets under their skin. And that's the phrase it gets under their skin yeah and i think that's also the whole reason about punk and rock and roll it's Mm -hmm. purposely there to make you bad to get under your skin to piss you off exactly it provokes emotion and that's the beauty of it someone someone said because i got on fights on tumblr about this before (laughs) because i posted that, that quote and um they're like so like these people risked their lives and fought the Nazis and you just think that it's okay for them to be made fun of. I'm just like, I'm not making fun of them. Their children were because their children yeah. sick to death of hearing like, well, we fought the Nazis. We're so great. Um, and two, again, just because they lived in that time period and in the World War II time period and even if they served, it doesn't mean that they're heroes. Yeah. Heroes that came out of World War II, but it's like, it's like when you go into Subway, you see someone wearing, like, getting a veteran discount. It's just like, that doesn't mean that they, like, rescued a baby from a burning building in, yeah. like, days. They just had a uniform, baby. <laughs> yeah, they just had a uniform and a gun, and they shot the others. Yeah, and some of, some of them didn't even go to war. It was a national, it was, like, a national thing. Like, yeah, everyone had brought, like, had their national efforts, like, um, you know, like, like no more bobby pins because those use metal and like the tin shit yeah it was a national effort but some of you some of y'all like stayed home and still did like paperwork like you didn't fight the nazis like but you're still like kind of taking that pride and it's just like i understand that to a degree but if you use it so much that your kid says like is wearing a swastika shirt and saying like I think Nazis are actually kind of cool without just just to piss you off not with necessarily agreeing with the ideology at all yeah because that's a toolish thing to do yeah there's also they're also anti-authoritarian authoritarian which yeah. is like the whole sex pistol song holiday in the sun like <laughs> yeah but like I go to a, a gym shop like a, I go to a metaphysical store and there's like a the India the I think it's um the Buddhist swastika where the Nazi yeah. store from and I'm just like someone's gonna come in here and be pissed because they see a swastika that's not a swastika that's some a significant symbol yeah for a Buddhist yeah no actually um I was watching the show Steven Universe have you ever I don't know if you ever watched it yeah um there was a scene of the show where two of the gems they transform into one huge one and their symbol when they came out looked like a swastika the creators and animators actually had to change it end up changing it because so many people complained about it 
That's so funny because isn't Rebecca Sugar also Jewish? Yeah, she is. I mean, like, yeah, she kind of fucked. She's kind of fucked up for seeing any kind of sexual potential between like. I'm still. I still still think it's the funniest fucking thing in the world because I think of Steven Universe. I think of Rebecca Sugar, and then I think of her drawing Ed Ed Nettie Yowie. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so. So like so like Steven Universe fans to see a swastika and something reminiscent of a swastika and be yeah. like change it change it I mean they didn't end up changing otherwise their show would have been canceled you know yeah that's I I think the things will even out in like the next decade I hope it doesn't boomerang back because I think before we were so offensive and like you know the. 2006 humor where everyone was just like using slurs and trolling people and like yeah hard and being as offensive as possible now everyone's as like pc as possible to the point where it's almost oxymoronic i hope it doesn't slingshot back or boomerang back the other way yeah because then we could have honestly we could have another world war ii we could have something extreme and just clearly terrible again I think World War II is kind of a perfect recipe for a world war. Yeah. Um, I think at worst we would have like a civil war. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. If, if these past few years have proven anything, anything is possible. Possible. What was it like random, random, remember that meme is like random ape event or something like that? no (laughs) i'm not gonna whatever like anything can happen because weird shit keeps happening and i'm afraid um i think we're all afraid now especially because of covid i'm amazed i'm afraid i'm too cool for the second grade (laughs) (laughs) um but i i think if if another world war happens it's gonna be in mostly the western world i keep forgetting like i go to when i was in japan one of the last times i'm just like oh i fucking forgot everyone kind of follow is kind of like yeah something is kind of offensive but it's not like the end of the world like i was explaining to my host mom who is brazilian japanese yeah um, like i think it's really fucked up that people fetishize asian people or any race and she goes oh like yellow fever and i'm just like yeah and she goes that's like that's like normal and i'm just like and i totally forgot oh shit not every not all the world ascribes to this like critical and sometimes over critical and nitpicky way of examining the world and culture yeah i got you mean yeah because okay of course they're in Japan. That's what's normal to them. Yeah. You know, it's, not like <laughs> it's not like here uh, in America where it's just, it's different. It is different. And um, what was, there was another thing. It was like, um, someone said, I think waifu should be, um, we should stop using waifu because it's appro- it appropriates like Japanese culture and blah, blah, blah. And there's like a Japanese person like underneath, like not Japanese American, not Japanese like Canadian with like a view of not with like not dual cultured or anything like that. Just like yeah. through Google Translate 
shut the fuck up it's a japanese word it makes sense not everyone like thinks the way that you americans do yeah like it's not not that complicated stop making people uncomfortable yeah i think i think as long as we don't do anything outrightly offensive i think we should be okay right yeah because of course some people are going to get offended no matter what especially now us doing a feminist podcast somebody is going to get offended by what we were going to say i think if we're just chill and be ourselves and have fun (laughs) i think as long as we have fun i think we should be okay right even if it just kind of divulges into conversate two gals talking about feminism and music yeah then i think we'll be fine i kind of hope that we have like a niche following yeah i hope we have a little bit of a cult following yeah like it's not like if you enjoy us you enjoy us and if you don't you've probably never heard of us <laughs> no, that's okay yeah uh, and i think man i said and i think so much it's okay all i can do is think um <laughs> I, I like that i'm gonna ha- I, I prefer to handle things on a case-by-case basis yeah and i think that's how we should handle it because Fail. sorry so like if say court we examine like one of holes songs yeah or something courtney love did or whatever i kind of want to view it in like the context of that individual like basis or song versus like having a checklist of like is this moral does this endorse blah 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 does this not endorse blah 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 what does this have what does it lack i only kind of want to look at what what's there and the implications of what's there instead of like but they didn't they didn't say that racism was wrong or some shit like that you yeah know? i mean i hope and i pray that nobody in whole is racist but i also hope yeah. that <laughs> i hope that it goes without saying that racism is wrong sexism is wrong which historical document was it abraham lincoln's whole whole last thing where it's just like um these tr- uh i hold these truths to be self-evident yeah that's why i kind of feel like these truths are self-evident it's obvious i shouldn't have to say racism bad racism racism sexism bad yeah <laughs> like that should go without saying especially with us being a podcast about feminism it goes without it goes without saying racism is bad feminism is bad or not feminism isn't bad feminism is good, <laughs> good. racism is bad racism bad it's um, not that hard yeah homophobia is bad everything that's insanely negative and harms another person is bad right yeah and on that note i think i think that's it i think that's it yay well thank you i hope this take takes better than the last one yeah because for those of you who don't know we we did a previous take and it did not end well <laughs> we no, couldn't use any of the material it was good it was fun but we just can't use any of the material. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And encourage anyone who has any kind of uh, thoughts, topics, suggestions, um, especially if they have any kind, if anyone listening or potentially wants to have a discussion with literally any, anyone, including yeah. us. Like I, I, um, I would hope that they bring that up for as a topic of dis- discussion, you know? Yeah. So, it's not preaching. It's not about preaching for me. It's not about um, dispersing like our ideas or 
like our ideologies or anything like that it's a discussion yeah change of information and, and opinions I think it's important to have people who wanted their opinions heard to give them the opportunity to have them heard so I think we should say if you have any ideas topics whatever shoot us a dm on mm-hmm. our instagram heavy metal sp yes yeah go follow that too because we're trying to grow this shit exactly yeah. and if even any kind of like situations um like historical situations like uh the thing with the heavy metal bands and like did you create this band just because you want to sleep with metalheads? Like if you have any kind of like niche instances like that, that we should look into or examine, or that would be, Hey, something to bring up. I would love to hear. I love yeah. little tidbits of information and trivia to examine. Yeah. Or if you have any like topics, even shoot it over because I have a list. I, do you have a list, Lily? Yeah. Yeah. We both have lists, but we could always add more. Right list is list we've got so many damn things on this list <laughs> yeah we need a li- we have lists <laughs> we should make a combined google doc for those lit for that taking us yeah it'd be a little overwhelming to look at but i think that might be a good thing yeah it might be good you know get the ideas out there mm-hmm. all right well thank you for listening and we'll see you next time bye i love you love you bye <laughs>